0: Good day. From the Bridge Honors Chronicles, this is News for September 18th, 2021. I'm Jason Smith, and this is our first podcast in over a month. We've got a lot of news stories to pass along to you, and therefore, here is what you'll be listening to in this podcast. Historic railroad bridge spanning the Mississippi River in St. Louis getting replaced. The same applies for the Buck O'Neill Bridge in Kansas City. The oldest suspension bridge in the United States is to be rehabilitated arson suspected in a fire involving a case-in trust bridge in Canada, rehabilitation of historic bridge in Black Hills underway, historic bridge in England in running for two international awards, and a historic bridge in Montana renamed in honor of a person who fought to save it. Plus, we say farewell to two pontists in the United States who left their marks in the areas of historic bridges and preservation. Now the news. St. Louis, Missouri. After over 130 years in service, a key railroad bridge spanning the Mississippi River is being replaced bit by bit. The Merchants Railroad Bridge is a combination of a three-span Pennsylvania through truss bridge with steel trestle approach spans. The 4,300 foot long bridge was built in 1890 by the Union Bridge Company with George Morrison and E.L. Corthell overseeing the project. The bridge connects St. Louis with Venice, Illinois and is owned by the St. Louis-based TRRR. At the time of this podcast, the first of three Pennsylvania through-trust bridges has been lifted off its piers, and a replacement through-trust ban featuring a polygonal worn through truss will be put into place. The truss bridge swap is part of a full-scale bridge replacement project that is being done in parts with plans to have the new span in full service by 2023. The total cost is expected to be over $172 million, most of which will be paid for by the railroad. When the bridge is in use, the new span will feature two tracks of train traffic that will utilize the bridge at 60 miles per hour, instead of a maximum of 10 miles per hour, and with only one track traffic with the historic bridge. A video on the systematic replacement project can be found in the Chronicle's news flyer, together with a full overview of the project via links. Kansas City, Missouri. At the same time, another key crossing on the opposite end of Missouri is also scheduled to be replaced. And those who wish to see the historic bridge should get as many pictures as possible, for it will be soon no more. The Buck-O'Neill Bridge is a three-span rigid steel through-arch bridge that spans the Missouri River and carries highways 169 and Broadway Boulevard near the River Market District. It was built in 1956 by three bridge companies, American, Strupp Brothers, and Howard Needles Tommen and Bergendorf. The structure has a total length of 2,547 feet, or roughly a half a mile. Due to the increase in the amount of traffic, the Missouri Department of Transportation has launched a project to replace the bridge. At the time of this podcast, crews are demolishing buildings at the site where the new bridge is expected to be built. There will be twin spans, both of which will be concrete beam spans. The northbound bridge will be built first before shifting all traffic onto it and tearing down the arch spans by 2023. The new bridges are expected to be finished and open to traffic by the end of 2024. You'll find details and photos of the bridge project in a link provided by the Missouri Department of Transportation and the City of Kansas City in the news flyer. Wheeling, West Virginia The oldest suspension bridge in the United States and the oldest Ohio River crossing is about to get a makeover. The Wheeling Suspension Bridge is located over the river south of the I-70 Arch Bridge in the Business District. It was designed and built by Charles Elliott in 1849 and was once part of the National Road, the first major highway in the United States that was completed in 1837 and connects Cumberland, Maryland with Vandalia, Illinois. It had been the longest suspension bridge in the world when it was opened in 1849 and has since been considered a national landmark. The bridge has been closed since September of 2019 after a bus tried crossing the span despite the weight restrictions of only two tons. There had been several reports of trucks using the bridge and ignoring the weight limit prior to the incident. But now, a contract has been let which will allow the bridge to be re- rehabilitated extensively and reopen to tra- traffic. The West Virginia Department of Highways awarded the contract for 17907000 dollars uh, $17,907,147 uh, to a Steel and Construction LLC to make necessary repairs to the bridge's superstructure and substructure, replacing any damaged suspension cables, renovating lighting, and cleaning and painting the span. This is according to the agency's press release. It is unknown whether the bridge will reopen the motorists until after the contractors inspect the damages on the bridge and complete the necessary work needed to make the bridge safer, even for pedestrians. You'll find information on the project in the newest flyer, and the Bridge on this Chronicles will keep you posted on the latest with this bridge project. Caramel's British Columbia, Canada. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police are looking for two suspects who are responsible for setting a fire to the historic covered bridge. The incident happened on August 5th at around 1pm at the historic Red Bridge. According to news sources, witnesses reported seeing a white Pontiac Sunfire or Chevrolet Cavalier. Stop at the bridge shortly before the fire broke out. Two identified men were seen exiting the vehicle and entering the, into the structure of the bridge, according to the Constable James Gandhi. Shortly thereafter, they returned to the car and drove away. Moments later, smoke was observed coming from the bridge. Fortunately, the fire was put out quickly before it could do excessive damage. Only one beam was charged when the fire was extinguished. The driver of the vehicle is described as short, mid-twenties, wearing a dark shirt. The passenger was also in his early twenties, tall and thin, wearing a light brown hoodie sweater with possible neck and facial tattoos. If you have any information that can lead to their capture and arrest, you are asked to contact Royal Canadian Mounted Police at 250-499-5511. Again, 250-499-5511. The Red Bridge is the sole survivor of the five bridges that crosses the Smilkameen River on a railway jointly built by the Vancouver, Victoria and Eastern Railway and Navigation Company and the Great Northern Railway. It was built in 1909 and is the only wooden through truss bridge that is encased left in North America. A similar structure located in Washington State was built two years earlier, yet it was burned down during a forest fire last year. Custer, South Dakota Work has been progressing on a historic arch bridge located on a major state highway near the Wind Cave National Park. The Beaver Creek Arch Arch Bridge is a 220-foot-long concrete open spindle arch bridge with curved approaches on both ends which resemble the S-shape. The 220-foot-long bridge was built in 1929 and carries State Highway 87 near lookout point trail. It has been listed on the National National Register of Historic Places since 1984. Crews have been making necessary repairs on the bridge's roadways and arch spans to ensure that the bridge's life is prolonged, especially as the highway is heavily used by motorists. The National Park Service is paying a total of $496,499 for renovations to both the Beaver Creek Bridge and the nearby Pigtail Bridge. The work is being done by J.V. Bailey Company, located in Rapid City. The work is scheduled to be finished by October 12th. The highway is at the present time closed between Centennial Trailhead and Rankin Ridge. Motorists are asked to take a detour through Custer via highways 385 and 16A. There is no through traffic between Wind Cave National Park and neighboring Custer State Park. An article on the project and the bridge's history can be found in the news flyer. Kent, England One of the most ornamental bridges and one whose first crossing dates back to the Roman Empire, is up and the running for two awards. The Rochester Bridge spans the Medway River on A2 between the districts of Rochester and Stewart in the city of Kent. The 1914 span is the fourth crossing at this location, for the first crossing was built by the Romans in 43 AD. The current span features three steel through arch spans using the pratt thrust design. It also has ornamental guardhouses and lion statues at each end of the bridge. The structure has just recently undergone extensive rehabilitation to prolong its life and provide safe passage even for bikes. Now the bridge is up for two awards. The first is the People's Choice Award by the Institution of Civil Engineers, whose headquarters is located in Milton Keynes. It's one of six bridges internationally selected and been shortlisted for the prize, and people can vote between now and mid-October. The winner is to be announced on November 2nd. The same bridge is also nominated for this year's Bridge Hunters Award in the category Best Example of a Restored Historic Bridge. Voting on that will commence in December with the winner to be announced in January. The Chronicles will provide you with information on the 10th Annual Bridge Hunters Awards in October. Great Falls, Montana. It took one person who loved the structure very much and spearheaded the effort to save the bridge. Now the bridge is being renamed in her honor. The 10th Street Bridge is an eight-span concrete open spandrel arch bridge spanning the Missouri River. The 1,130-foot-long bridge was built by Porter Brothers in 1921 and has been listed on the National Register since 1996. However, the bridge was replaced on alignment, and if it hadn't been for 94-year-old Arlene Reichert, it probably would have been torn down instead of being converted into a pedestrian bridge. Thanks thanks to her years of spearheading efforts to raise funds and find support for preserving and restoring the historic bridge, the Great Falls City Council last week voted to rename the bridge the Arlen Reichert Community Heritage Bridge, ARCH for short. The vote was unanimous and the resolution was passed within a matter of minutes. Reichert is currently the president of Preservation Cascade, an organization which focuses on restoring the historic bridge. The story on on her years of success can be found in the article. If you are interested in donating your time, money, and efforts to restoring the bridge, you can find the link also in the news flyer. We'd like to congratulate Miss Reicher on her years of work saving the bridge and best her luck with the re- restoration. The, uh, the name is definitely well deserved. And lastly, the historic bridge preservation world had to say goodbye to two well-known pontists. Gerald Manning, short JR, was a key contributor to BridgeHunter.com and the BridgeHunter Chronicles through his photos and articles on historic bridges throughout his home state of Wisconsin, as well as Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, West Virginia, Indiana, and Ohio, just to name a few. Dr. James Cooper was a professor of history and society at DePaul University in Indiana, but devoted 50 years of documenting historic bridges and bridge builders in his home state of Indiana. His contributions resulted in dozens of bridges having been restored and reused for recreation, and the Indiana Department of Transportation has a comprehensive historic bridge marketing program that is one of the best in the country and is being looked up to by other states who have historic bridges that they would like to preserve somehow. He was also responsible for writing five books, one of which deals with metal trust bridges in Indiana. On August 19th, both Pontes passed away peacefully, surrounded by their families. G. R. Manning was 69 years old and was survived by his wife and stepson. Funeral services took place on September 2nd in Germantown, Wisconsin, which was also televised via Zoom and included a storytelling gathering after the service. Dr. Cooper was 86 years old and was survived by his wife, two children, and two grandchildren. Due to COVID-19, no memorial services being planned at this time, yet he will be interred in Auburn, New York. An obituary on both gentlemen can be found in the news flyer with some thoughts and comments by the author who knew them both well. You can leave your memories and comments in their respective obituaries provided by the funeral homes by clicking on the links in the articles under each person that uh, that was found in the obituary. Every Sunday for the rest of the year, the Bridge Hunters Chronicles will do a tribute honoring the two gentlemen. The first one was posted last Sunday, and the link is provided in the news flyer article. The second one is expected to be released tomorrow. The tribute will be done every Sunday until the end of the year. My heartfelt uh, condolences to the family and friends of those who knew Mr. Manning and Mr. Cooper. And with that, it takes us to the end of this edition of the British Honors Chronicles News Flyer. I'm Jason Smith. Uh, for more bridge stories and other interesting stuff, photos and history included, uh, subscribe to the Bridge Honors Chronicles, both directly on the website by WordPress as well as in the social media pages Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Until next week, happy bridge hunting, stay safe, and happy trails till you meet again. Maskut, tschüss, au revoir, take care, bye now.